What's up, every motherfucker out there? I'm kidding. That's such an abrasive way to start a show. Yeah, I don't know if you are. Are we, are we sorry? Are we doing it that way? I don't think we're gonna <laughs> lead in with that. I think let's run it back. Let's run it back. You ready? Uh huh. Inton. What's up, you sons of bitches? We're back. No, I'm kidding. I can't do that either. All right, Inton. <laughs> How many intents do you want to do? <laughs> this is the last one, intent. Okay. Okay. And then and then there's one gonna be after that. Nope, this is it. Okay. Hey everybody. It's time to read some crypto news. How welcome back to the Bitcoin Podcast Networks, just the headers. This is the third try at starting the show. We're officially in it. Third time's the charm said no one ever um so my name is d um i'm a host of this show <laughs> and i'm jesse the uh other host of the show that's correct and and go ahead and, <laughs> and this show's about bringing to you the crypto weekly headlines that's right we're we're dropping crypto news on that ass whoa so how's your week jesse it's been a week you know another week down more weeks to come probably a lot of weeks have already came and passed (laughs) there were weeks before and there will be weeks after but this week was this week so um so i did have some fruit ventures it's been a while but fruit adventures some fruit ventures okay some fruitful ventures if you will Uh, I found freeze-dried fruit, and I know this is not a new thing, but it is very delicious. So I've been substituting that while I've been on the road with my typical exotic fruits, and I found freeze-dried Asian pears. And let me tell you something, Jesse. It is like a heavenly morsel. It's this powdery puff of fruity goodness, and it's crispy and it's crunchy. And I feel like I'm actually eating an Asian pear, but not at the same time. It's amazing. And and so I've eaten freeze-dried fruit before. And, you know, it's all right. But go and get yourself a freeze-dried Asian pear. Great value brand. <laughs> Interesting. That's, that's what it did. That's what I did, man. I was hitting up Wall Measy. And I was like, man, Walmart's lacking on the exotic fruit game. They just have really basic bitch type fruit out here. So then I was like, well, let me just shop around. And uh, I went and I found some fingernail clippers because I needed that. Uh, Because they confiscated my fingernail clippers at TSA did. 
they was like, oh, it looks like a weapon, sir. And I was like, no, it doesn't. I'm looking at the same screen you're looking at. It's a, they're fingernail clippers. <laughs> and you know that. But if you want to take my fingernail clippers, you do that then. <laughs> One of them needed a pair of fingernail clippers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, we're just going to take this, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, damn, I've needed fingernail clippers for a month, and this fucker has them. I'm taking them. So they took my fingernail clippers. But anyways, I got I got new fingernail clippers. But then I'm heading down to the aisle because I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get myself some beef jerky. So I go to the beef jerky aisle. And I look to the right and I'm like, what was that? Oh, it's freeze-dried Asian pears. Nice. So then I grabbed a couple bags of them. And they're delicious. So long story short, Walmart has everything. You ready? <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> you ready to get into the news? I'm ready when you are. I'm not reading this article. It's Cointelegraph. Board yeah, I mean, you know, we oh. can't until we put new... We're not doing it. I'm not reading any Cointelegraph articles, dude. I told you. They're boycott. They're dead to me. They, they just read the titles. So you don't have to say it's from Cointelegraph. <laughs> All right. Here's um, good strategy, Jesse. <laughs> Riot Blockchain plans the launch of regulated cryptocurrency exchange in the U.S. That's it. I don't know what Riot Blockchain is. Is what it's, Riot Blockchain? Whatever. It was a it was a biotech company originally called um, what was it called? Um, bio something? Bio Ten or something like that? Bioshock. But Bi- oh no, but no. And okay. uh, they were working on an Al- no, that was a different company. I was going to say they were working on an Alzheimer's drug, but they were working on some drug and it failed. And then they saw crypto, and then they said we're going to do mining crypto. And then they started mining crypto, and they had like forty-seven million to dump into it. But anyway, long story short, it's a sketchy company. They already fired the CEOs, uh, the, the previous CEO. The uh, FBI is investigating the company for fraud. Um. Yeah. Sounds right, par for the course for crypto, if you ask me. <laughs> Here's another article by Coin Smellograph. Ethereum co-founder <laughs> Joseph. I can't believe that made you laugh. That's why we hang out because <laughs> I have really lame jokes, and you laugh at them. Ethereum oh, this one co- has a lot of views. Look at that. They're not reading it. Coin Telegraph is dead to <laughs> us. But I'm still gonna read this headline. Ethereum co-founder Joseph Lubin, <laughs> Joseph B. Lubin, blockchain will be the most will be most of the economy in ten to twenty years. He ain't wrong. That's something we 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 nerds know. <laughs> We've been trying to tell y'all's asses, but you don't want to listen. So right. miss out on these gains, baby. This next article is written by Jamie Redman. Stablecoins are threatened by these two major issues, and it's a guy holding a graph line, kind of like a schlong. Weird. Uh, on the heels of recent commentary from published correspondence between SEC Chairman Jay Clayton and Representative Ted Budd, SEC Senator Advi- SEC Senior Advisor Valerie Shishipinek. <laughs> What kind of name is that? Szybinek. Okay, audience. S Z C 
S-Z-C-Z. Shizzispinek. Explain at Austin South by Southwest Conference. Wow, all that just. What if it's what if it's like Shpanic? Like the last name is Shpanic. 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 Valerie Shpanic. Shishpanic. 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 Sorry. I'm sorry, lady. I'm sorry. I'm not that sorry, but. Come on, your name. Here's like a quote. Five. It's these <laughs> kinds of projects where there's one central party controlling the price fluctuation over time that might be getting into the land of securities. Stable coins are securities? Crazy. The SEC is clamoring for relevance, man. They really are. They're like, is that a security? Is that a security? If it's a security, we get to secure it. That's not how that works, but here's another quote. Perhaps crypto enthusiasts should read up on the fate of Reserve Primary Fund in 2008, or perhaps Venezuela. After all, an exchange rate peg only holds until the reserves run out. <laughs> um, a crypto flash crash scenario could put a heavy strain on stablecoins. Stablecoins face a future. That falls under securities laws. In Wakanda, there is, no, I'm kidding. I'm not, I'm not doing that. Hey, again. if the economy crashes, and you know how I don't know what people are expecting crypto to do, either parallel the the economy crash or to uh, hold or outperform it. But of those three options, if 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 some of the biggest cryptocurrencies become stable coins that are tied to the value of the dollar don't Mm -hmm. you think like crypto would crash yes i do but not bitcoin how why not bitcoin i can't believe i have to answer this question how dare ye not believe in the power of bitcoin what is wrong with you jesse (laughs) bitcoin's a little uncorrelated to the rest of things Mm. It's living in its own world. Bitcoin don't play by nobody's rules. People play by Bitcoin's rules. But, but Bitcoin has a possible correlation with fuel prices, though, right? So if the U.S. dollar tanks, then the Bitcoin. what does the U.S. do? What is the world market like? What does the world fuel market look like? Are you saying field? Fuel, F-U-E-L. Oh, fuel. Um, what happens to fuel prices in the world if the U.S. crashes? Because everything's going to crash. It's not going to be isolated to just the U.S. Yeah, the U.S. is too big to fail, baby. No, I'm kidding. So so We'd if like fuel prices crash as a result of the U.S. becoming unstable, mm-hmm. doesn't that affect the price of Bitcoin? No. Electricity costs would go up in the U.S. Oh, you're still stuck on that thing where like energy costs. Yeah, I don't think people. Would, I don't Bitcoin? think. I don't think people would mine Bitcoin all over the world if it wasn't um, in their favor economically. Like we've already seen, you know, um, mining groups come and go because they couldn't stay afloat. 
Yeah, but the way the algorithm works is that eventually they could turn off their miners because they couldn't afford it. But yeah. there would be a few miners that could. And those a few miners would be decentralized enough to like Yeah, so that's not what's happening though. That is what is happening. What do you mean that's not what's happening? So like the Washington mining group, what was it called? The one that had the long term contracts that used to sell like um unlimited mining contracts for like all the tokens for like X amount of hash rate for Bitcoin, for uh, Ethereum, for Litecoin, Zcash, Monero. You know what I'm talking about? Fl- yeah. hash flare, flare hash, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. They they're right. gone, right? All the mining firms in Washington are gone. Because the energy cost is too high. It's too high. They they couldn't renew their contracts with local utility companies. But guess what miners aren't gone? The ones where the energy costs are too high. Yeah, but like you read about the stories people in China like are having to relocate cuz the Chinese government is ousting people in like uh rural China trying to feed on um you know, cheap energy. Or even free energy in some cases where they tap onto uh, power lines. But they're like moving gypsies, like crypto gypsies. And the way that they probably have like a truck, they pack up all the ASICs, move, reset them up. When they get caught, move, bribe, set them up again. Mm. It's not really stable. I don't like, I, I would, I would want to see what a profitable and always stable mining, um, mining operation looks like because not even in um greenland are they cutting it where they have you know renewable energy geothermal renewable energy um i'm trying to think of all the major miners i thought and there are some in iceland too Let me see. Crypto. Yeah, look at Iceland. Miner mining in Iceland. Crypto mining in Greenland. Um here we go. Oh yeah. It was Iceland, not Greenland. Oh. Um but anyway here, Iceland's industry to shift from crypto mining to pure blockchain business, insiders say. So Iceland's crypto industry is expected to move away from crypto mining and shift to pure blockchain businesses. This is according to forecasts made by a number of local industry insiders who talked to the news site Red Herring September 23rd. Haldor Jorgensen, chairman of Reykjavik-based Borealis Data Center, told Red Herring that demand from local crypto and blockchain facilities is, quote, shifting more towards the pure blockchain business rather than focusing on Bitcoin mining. According to Jorgensen, the frenzy around Bitcoin mining has declined to a level that is, quote, not as crazy as it was a year ago when the cryptocurrency has hit its all-time price high. Despite that, the chairman suggested has suggested that the Bitcoin mining wave has contributed to faster growth of local energy and data industries whose well-developed infrastructures are now expected to provide a boost to blockchain-related businesses. So I think, like, in the same way that NVIDIA is trying to sell off, like, a lot of their unsold miners because they mm-hmm. expected crypto mining to take off like everybody's going to be mining crypto on their personal computers so they want like the latest um 1080 ti's like 1070s um same thing with amd like they're trying to sell off majority of unsold inventory that they still have i think one of the articles is with regards to that that people who are still in mine like mining is going to be like the the poor man's game because the gold rush already came and went 
right? So it's not profitable to be out in the um, out in the elements trying to pan for gold anymore. Mm-mm. So like at now it's just like develop legal infrastructure that kind of sells the pickaxes and the tools rather than being the actual you miner. Said, you said mining is the poor man's game, but it's not the poor man's game. If you're poor, you can't even get in the game. So when we think of distributed mining, we think of like everybody can mine on their own personal computer, right? That's the ideal. That's that's the ideal way that mining would be done. Realistically, we we understand that it would have to be big businesses that have a lots lot of, of cap- money, lots of like capital, hundreds hundreds of millions, yes, in order to sustain mining in this industry. I mean, hell, look at it. Bit, Bitmain, like they're uh, they're having problems. They've already cut what thirty or fifty percent of their workforce, and you're having new um, new ASIC manufacturers pop up. Um, I think I think there's a there's a problem there where we think that the ideal is going to happen, but it's it's not going to happen, and it's going to be government intervention that sponsors yeah. a lot of ASIC production, ASIC manufacturing, a, uh, like Bitcoin mining. Yeah. It's going to be centralized, and it's so like it's not a listening. poor man's game, but it's a poor man's game in the way that nobody can get into it at a large enough scale to be profitable. Mm-mm. It's almost like you've been listening to our main show for years. <laughs> I mean, I, I said it for, I've said it for a long time that big, that all cryptocurrency mining, all cryptocurrency ends up centralized. It's just the better ones stay that off for a long time. It's just going to be human nature, right? If you've got people that are responsible for the security of something that is holding all of the wealth of humanity or large percentages of the wealth of humanity, we are going to elect people to be responsible for that. We're going to put people in positions to be responsible for that. It's not going to be decentralized to people's devices. Not any time so, this so, century. So long term, when Bitcoin gains value, we're talking like 30 years from now. 40. 40 years, doesn't matter. 30, 40, 50. Bitcoin's not going to be decentralized, as no. decentralized as it once was. Neither will either. But but as, as a result, it'll be really strongly tied with countries' economies, though. So yes. it, like what we were talking about originally is if the U.S. economy crashes, it's going to have an effect on every cryptocurrency, including Bitcoin, which is contrary to what you said, that Bitcoin will be unaffected. Well, Bitcoin will be the, the mothership. It will be the, the central chain. It will be the reserve. But reserves never work. They work to an extent. Hmm. Everything comes and goes, man. That's like a universal truth. Nothing can just stick around except for entropy. Which just keeps growing and growing. That bothers me, Jesse. Entropy keeps me up at night. I don't get it. I don't think I ever will. So then you agree that Bitcoin is going to be linked with 
economic stability of countries and that it won't be a valid uh, a valid escape of value i mean what the time what's the time frame you're talking about here the whole bet is that bitcoin is a valid escape from value but that's the thing if we think that if we think that bitcoin is going to be decentralized soon sooner rather than later like within 10 years you mean centralized centralized that's did i say decentralized you did okay yeah if it's if bitcoin's going to be centralized in like less than 10 years and we're our outlook for the value of bitcoin is no, like 20 20- it won't be less than 10 years. You don't think Bitcoin will be centralized? No, I, I think that there will be large entities just like there are now, but I think that they will continue to either not run their business well and go out of business, or there will be other countries with large... I think we're, what we're actually going to see is decentralizing from companies that we never thought would go into mining at all that now have all this huge access to capital and somebody goes into that company and shows them a clear route to ROI with mining, we're going to see companies that we never thought of mining crypto. And that's how it's going to stay decentralized. Now, that'll be a company. So it's centralized to that company. But that's going to be happening all over the world, all over different kinds of countries. In fact, I think if you can stave off centralization through some algorithmic hard forks throughout the years, I wouldn't even put it past... If proof of work does become a staple and if renewable energy sources become efficient, you can look outside the back of a Lowe's store and see like shipping containers full of cryptocurrency miners. Why not? Mm. They're not doing anything else with those shipping containers. And Lowe's has access to capital. So if there's a clear ROI there. Take every low store and put some shipping containers with highly efficient miners in the back of them. Congratulations, there's a new revenue stream. I think we'll see companies we never imagined get into crypto via mining because that's the only way it can grow. Well, which what kind of companies are big enough to like put that much value into the network itself? Like, Dude, like say Facebook, like say tomorrow Facebook there's a lot of money Facebook there, coin. There's a lot. There's private equity firms that are sitting on like $80 billion that flip businesses for a living. Like, there's a lot of money out there. And we've already seen how crypto draws then that crowd. Every time it grows, there's a new crowd of money vampires that come in and try to, you know, they find a new way to make money off of it. Well, when you say decentralized, it means a lot more than just physically. But like twenty something percent of all Bitcoin reserves are owned by like what less than a hundred addresses. Something yeah, like that. That's the so, stat. I mean, it's one of them. Yeah. I mean, this is something that we discussed at length a lot on the Bitcoin podcast, um, and that is that decentralization for the sake of decentralization can no longer be the mission because it doesn't make any sense. That makes sense. What? Decentralization for the sake of decentralization can no longer be the mission. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. We Human nature is to centralize things because that makes us more functional. Yeah. I don't want to have to worry about the plumbing to my house. 
There's a central entity that takes care of that, so I don't have to worry about it. I give them money. They give me running water. I don't need to learn how to fucking dig a tranche and fucking put a big-ass pipe in there, a main to my house. No, I pay the city to do that, and the city does a great job. We centralize things. It's what we do. Why would so it then, be anything different? So then the whole concept of crypto is really just like, what's the what's the value in it then if it's just a peer-to-peer linked list? Well, the power was the option now. We now live in a world where there's an option when before there wasn't. Before the banks were going to eat the entire world. Now... There's an option. There'll now they're the, going to eat it. There'll be the banks, Bitcoin. or and with then there like will be, blockchain. yeah, or JP JP Morgan coin. Well, right. so one of the one of the news articles we're going to go over is about six different entities, banking entities in the world, are coming together to use a stellar like uh, blockchain solution for settlement. Good for them. Between all six of them. So I mean, Great. really, it's just the old financial structure implementing a flavor of blockchain yeah. and bypassing crypto what crypto has been the decentralization of of banking and adopting it into itself because people like centralization like you're saying yeah but the same so, things the same thing that the bitcoin community has gone through and the crypto community has gone through what happens when that happens with those banks six banks get together they say hey we're all going to work on this blockchain together what if one of the banks messes it up you hard fork what if the other banks are like, no, we're not hard forking. You messed up. It's your mess up. Right? The same like But that's that's exactly what that's that's exactly what happens today, right? Uh at scale in a country. If if one bank collapses, it triggers the collapse of other banks until the government tries to bail them out, right? That like they can't know. like if one fails all of them will fail it's no longer like you're playing for yourself they all like once those six you know unite and like say we're <laughs> using this we're using are this you block. saying they can't form voltron without the black lion i'm saying they can form voltron without the people oh well, yeah i mean Voltron's if the people if the people don't maintain some sort of uh philosophy that some degree of decentralization is important although not efficient there's a lot of things that have to be discussed we, one we have to discuss what level of decentralization is decentralized enough to use as a distributed trust mechanism right right because right now people would argue bitcoin's not decentralized people would argue bitcoin cash is not decentralized people would argue Ethereum is not decentralized. People would can make these arguments because so few wallets hold so much Bitcoin and so few miners have so much hash power. So it's one of those things that we have to get the the like the writing ramping um I guess notions of killing the banks and decentralizing everything all the things it gets you nowhere I don't, I don't think it gets you anywhere 
intelligently. Yeah, it doesn't. I think it doesn't get you anywhere intelligently. I think if you're going to think rationally, you have to think about what's decentralized, why is it decentralized, at what point is it decentralized. Like, there's it's a lot of thinking that goes into this, right? <laughs> like, and move fast and break things, unfortunately, doesn't work in the blockchain industry as well as it does in like typical Silicon Valley. Because you can't move fast and break things when we're talking about people's fucking money. You can't. You can't afford to break things if it's people's money, right? I mean, mm. that's why we give banks so much fucking money. Because we're paying them not to fucking break anything. And unfortunately, we've been paying them too much for a very long time. And they've gotten really lazy. And they don't want to work anymore. So, I'll I'll hop off my soapbox. No, I won't, cause it's our fucking show, baby. If you don't want to listen, Jesse, hop on the soapbox, baby. <laughs> okay, I'm get on the soapbox on. with me. Here, come on. I'm just saying, like stable coins, like the article that we we did this huge um, riff off of. It has to do with uh, the importance of stable coins, right? Because stable coins will affect the entire ecosystem. There's no importance degree. of a stable coin. A stable coin is strictly so banks can make money off of crypto in a way that's not on the books yet so they don't have to go to jail for doing something that they can't, for holding something that they can't hold or transacting with something that they can't transact. Like, I just want to let everyone be clear. The only stable coin out there that is completely devoid of anything else but making money for an exchange legally in their jurisdiction is die because die is strictly built off of crypto and all of its mechanisms to stay stable are financial tools built from people in the cryptocurrency community there might be others since die but die is the one that i care about because it's cool and i saw it when it very first started down in mexico with that guy with the long hair so that's it a stable coin is just so banks across the world can dip their balls in a little bit of this crypto sauce and make money off of transactions at exchanges. Mm. That's it. That's the only reason they exist. The only reason. Every single one of these stable coins is backed by a bank with deep, deep, deep pockets. It's like some reserve of doom cash that they have and now they can make that doom cash make money for them. Oh, guess what? Perfect. Let's invest in this exchange, like Circle Exchange, like Poloniex, Bitrix. Coinbase is already its own monster. And let's throw a stable coin on there, our own little branded stable coin. And now this pile of cash we had that was just sitting there is now generating transaction volume. And we're making just a little bit of money off of transactions. And hey, we're in the crypto business. You ever wonder, because, like, you know that banks operate on, like, what is it, like, 5.7% liquidity margins between loans from tiny. the federal government? Yeah. Right. If 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 mortgages and loans, individual personal loans, business loans, are at a, an all-time high, how are they able, of that 5.7%, how are they able to have enough left over? To create this much liquidity, like with stable coins, like say Bank of America is backing Tether, you know, for instance, like theoretically, mm-hmm. hypothetically, rather. I don't think that it, they are, man. They, they don't to... have the money to back to, to make no. the Tether liquid. 
but they're it's, pretending like they do. Yeah, it's Monopoly money. I mean, yeah, exactly. You played Monopoly, right? Yeah. Have you ever played Monopoly with somebody who was the banker that was just like not trustworthy, and like you're just kind of look, you're you're minding your. You, I'm talking about adult Monopoly when you've been drinking. I don't know if you've ever played adult Monopoly, but somebody's watching the bank and then they've got two golden $500 bills. And then you look to the right and you maybe grab some Tostitos and some guacamole. And then you turn to the left and they all of a sudden have four or $500 bills. And you're like, Hmm, nobody landed on that person's property. And they all of a sudden have a thousand more Monopoly dollars. I mean, that's what banks get to do. They print the money. They, they control the, they control it all. So, so what's the that, effect? What's huh? what's your long term? So I guess, I guess I just want to know what is what is going to happen in ten year increments. What is going to happen? What is the effect <laughs> of stable coins on the ecosystem at the ten year mark? At the twenty year mark? At the thirty year mark? Dude, I wish I knew. I don't know. I wish I knew. Like, do I need to put my? We got we've got people. On? We've got people in the Slack. Like, I'm gonna take a second mortgage on my home to buy crypto they're stupid (laughs) one let me blow this disclaimer out hashtag not investment advice hashtag don't listen to those guys do not take out thirty thousand dollars to buy crypto do not and if you do not do that and you miss a huge opportunity cost don't come and get me either i'm just saying it's not the wise decision to do um it's just not but um in 10, 20, 30 years, I do think crypto is going to be one of the better investments. I honestly do. I don't, stable coins don't have a long term effect because a stable coin is just a medium. It's just, it's doing two things it's allowing old money to make money off of transaction fees, and it's also allowing for a way to track people in and out of crypto. Mm. Because long term, Believe it or not, guys, governments have to operate and governments have to operate on taxes. And if there is this large section of society that is doing commerce with something that they can't find a way to tax, they are going to find a way to tax it. And gasp, shocker, it is stable coins. Now they have a very now they have a now they have a cryptographically secured way to track your ass in and out of crypto and it's stable coins so and most people don't care right because the stable coins are geared for traders so traders can have the liquidity to trade so that's that's all that's all stable coins are for jesse so are they gonna have a negative impact Oh my God! Lay off with a. <laughs> I'd say they're gonna have a net zero impact. Net zero, okay. Net zero impact. There we go. Got it. Speaking of liquidity, we need to jump some. Days. Look at the last article. We need to weekend. jump all the way to Wednesday. <laughs> we have to, man. I'm I'm getting a little exhausted. Okay. I want some of my life back for this week. (laughs) I just want some of my life back this week. Okay. So (laughs) we're going to jump to Wednesday, guys. All those are Coin Telegraph articles, so we're going to the last one. (laughs) Sorry. That was a long, that was a long diatribe or a long uh, detour there. Um, 
Mar- Coin Market Cap launches crypto indices on Nasdaq, Bloomberg, Bloomberg, and others. So that's nice. That's that's, that's getting th- bashed a lot. I mean, I don't know why. Why are people bash things that you can't see coming from a mile away? Who would make crypto indices? No, no, no. They're 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 bashing Coin Market Caps indices because now oh. everybody's you know bringing up that the fact that coin market cap captures like 80 87% of uh volume from like, fake exchanges and that the numbers that they're reporting are not accurate so that's why people are say, uh, saying coin market cap launching indices on Nasdaq Bloomberg and others is uh leaves a bad taste in their mouths mm. I think they should have I think shapeshift had a great product but a shitty delivery when they had the um when you could send ether in and do like fractional fractional investment in different cryptos like that if they were able to actually execute that and get the volume running through that then it would have been a great live test case for where indices could actually be built up and how people were building their portfolios that's what i think they're having indices that don't include like top ten that include all all coins. Two hundred, the top two hundred. It says here from group. Yeah, that's garbage. Sorry, but like the top two hundred coins are like ninety seven percent of those are hot doo doo dust. Like imagine your your eighty some plus year old grandmother. See, like there's it. gonna be two two uh, indices, two benchmarks. One will be called CMC Crypto Two Hundred uh xbtc index while one including bitcoin is called cmc crypto 200 index so one includes bitcoin one doesn't include bitcoin yeah interesting so this is what i do feel like has happened is ever since the last bull run all the finance geeks are in crypto now and so they're making it their own yeah and deriving value like that's just what they do they you know, they derive the value from things that have value. Man, can you imagine if the crypto market got as big as the derivatives market, Jesse? We would, uh, we could buy planets. We could buy planets. planets. No, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure you can't buy a planet with the derivatives I know, market. I played it's this like what? one so like in, 300. Huh? How much is the derivatives market? Like 300-something trillion or 700-something trillion? About a planet. About a planet. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're only going to get a, a slice of the planet then. You're not going to get a oh, whole okay. planet. There you go. I'll, you I'll, I, think, I think I'll be okay with a slice of a planet. All right, next article. Um, North Korean dis- descendants sell descendants. Ethereum-based... Huh? North Korean dissidents. North Korean dis- dissidents. Oh, I said descendants, like a, like a person that's younger in a family. North Korean dissidents sell Ethereum-based post-liberation visas. Interesting. Ownership of one or more G visas should be considered a contribution to the movement and should not be used for speculative or fiduciary purposes. What is this? North Korean political dissident group is selling Ethereum-based 
visas for entering the country once it's supposedly liberated. <laughs> what? <laughs> the, this website advertises a limited issuance of 200,000 anonymous blockchain visas to visit Free Joseon, previously North Korea, upon liberation. <laughs> what is happening? Free Joseon is seemingly a reference to the Joseon Kingdom, a five-century-long dynasty that was seceded by the Korean Empire. The visas are emitted in the form of non-fungible ERC-721 tokens, dubbed G-Visa, on the Ethereum blockchain. The price for the first 1,000 visas will be one ETH. Can I buy a visa and then be able to go into South Korea and live there? I'm pretty sure by buying this visa, you go to jail on the entire peninsula, <laughs> like north or south. They're like, what's a G? Just go to jail. <laughs> G visa. G, G, get your ass in jail. How about that? Like, give me that block. <laughs> give me that non-fungible ERC and you can ERC yourself in this fucking prison cell. That's how, <laughs> that's how that's going to go. Next article. Don't buy that. Don't buy that thing. All right. <laughs> Hashtag life advice. Don't buy a blockchain visa and go into North Korea. You're going to go to jail. You're going to go to jail. Swiss Federal Assembly approves instructions on cryptocurrency regulations. So let's see what's going on here. Let's see. Earlier in March, the Basel Committee on the Banking Supervision BCBS, a Swiss-based international banking authority, warned that the robust growth of the crypto industry could potentially raise financial stability concerns and increase risk faced by banks. The BCBS also argued that crypto assets are unsafe to rely on as a medium of exchange or store of value. Two of the main functions of... Man, I've been hearing that same shit for five... Go somewhere, Switzerland. Go away. Next... Uh, major coins see mixed signals. Um, NVIDIA expects to finish selling leftover inventory from the crypto bear market by Q1 2019. Um, it's news.bitcoin.com says IBM is still trying to find a use case for blockchain. <laughs> Sorry, IBM. It's going <laughs> to be a while. <laughs> we got it under control, but it's going to be a while. Um, moving on to Thursday, Chell. I mean, not cellos. I'm sorry, Jesse. <laughs> yeah, can you can take we wrap it up? Yeah. All right. I was just wondering when you wanted to stop. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I was like, I got carried away, and then I was like, Jesse hasn't read anything yet. No, it's 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 good. Like this could have been the first, just the headers where I don't read any articles. <laughs> <laughs> I need my life okay. back, Jesse. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Last uh, last day for the week. Thursday, Cointelegraph. Well, I'm not going to read that part, I guess. Redditors call out reported scam on blockchain-based prediction platform Augur. Uh, then the next headline is Facebook seeks legal counsel as hints of blockchain payments continue. Next article is Lightning Labs releases alpha version of Lightning off-ramp solution Lightning Loop. Uh, uh, then the next that? one. What's that one? You want to read that one? Okay. Yeah. So... Per the announcement, the software provides a non-custodial way to receive funds through the Bitcoin scalability solution Lightning Network through on-chain settlement with the loop-out function. 
The loopout function attempts to solve an issue which can affect Lightning Network users. The post explains that after having reserved, received a certain amount of a certain amount via the Lightning Network, users can sometimes not receive more until he or she moves the funds on chain, which can be done with the loop out feature. Um, since the solution is non-custodial, the funds can be moved onto any chosen address, such as an exchange, hot wallet, a cold wallet, or a crypto to fiat service. The announcement spe specifies that for this release, loop out transactions are limited to a maximum of 0.01 BTC. Still, while this initial alpha version release focuses on the loop out feature, the announcement promises that a future loop in function will enabling users to move on-chain BTC into the Lightning Network will be added in the next version. This function will reportedly enable users to refill their Lightning Network channels with their own wallets or uh, or from exchanges. So that's awesome. Mm. That's that's really awesome. I feel like that's what it needed. Yep. A loop, a loop in, loop out. Okay, cool. Um, all right, so last three articles for Thursday. Ex-NATO Secretary General is bullish on blockchain as he partners with Swiss startup. Wait, he didn't got the bought Swiss out. just shit on? Oh, wait, that's a Swiss startup, not the yeah. government. No. Uh, then Binance API seemingly reveals ongoing margin trading implementation. So Binance is going to be rolling out margin trading. <laughs> And then two exchanges overtake Binance on CMC. That's coin market cap rankings, but research suggests volume is fake. <laughs> oh, really? Research suggests. So, I think you can look on a napkin somewhere and see that the volume is fake at some of the places that coin market cap <laughs> lists. <laughs> yeah. So this was an oddball. Um, just the headers, everyone. We apologize. Um, we should have read you more articles, but you can look in the article database that we keep. We link it in every show. So if you really want to know what articles we're keeping, bam, you can do that. read Monday's news real quick. Just like skim through the headlines. Yeah. First, I got to give a shout out to Paul. Paul, I'd love to use your news repository. You need to set up your RSS feed. I know you're listening. <laughs> Meet me in my DMs, sir. Okay. Go ahead, Jesse. All right. So Monday's uh, headlines to skim through them real fast. Winklevoss Twins Crypto heralds something greater than Facebook. Overstock CEO praises T0 blockchain platform in Q4 earnings report. Bitcoin Cash grows as major major oil futures show mixed movements. XRP sentiment manipulated by thousands of bots, analyst claims. Six global banks sign up to issue stable coins on IBM's now live blockchain network, and U.S. payment giant Visa seeks crypto and blockchain talent for tech product manager. Hmm. So those last two are pretty interesting. Muy interesante. But yeah, that's the week's worth of news. And if you guys are interested in the uh, details of the articles, definitely check out the show note links, and then you can click on the. Uh, just the headers headlines like yep. and you can see all the different articles we have there you can you, you can do that if you like the only thing is is like i hope no one breaks it you hope no one breaks it it's not a view only link oh it's not no it's the same link i give to you we can go in and mess with shit maybe you should change it to a view only yeah, but then if I do that, you can't edit it. Only I can edit it. 
oh, why can I not edit it? Can't you give permissions to... Do I need to be on my Bitcoin podcast email? Yes, you do. Okay. No, no, you don't. I just, I think I just need to change the permissions to the link. So it's real. Okay. Yeah, let me do this. Anyone with the link can view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's a special link I can give you where you can edit. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, guys. You didn't need to hear that part. <laughs> everybody's, everybody's listening to us learn how to use Google for the first time. <laughs> Anyways, guys, it's been a week. Uh, I hope you, you all had a great week. I hope you go to Walmart and uh, maybe pass by the fingernail clippers and get straight to the Asian pears. Uh, great value brand. It actually comes in a triple pack with Fuji apples and uh, bananas and strawberries, which... Usually freeze-dried strawberries are a little sour, and I'm a little bit taken aback and upset. But these freeze-dried strawberries were delicioso. So, Jesus. Uh, what? They were so good, man. Uh, Don't you want to get some now from the way no, I was? At, oh. No, no. Like So that was like, a, uh, like Trump doing ASMR on freeze-dried strawberries. China. <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> Strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. That's it for the week. Asian pears. Oh, my God. We'll see you guys in the next one. Play. Play.